0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano,
1: Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You are listening to the number one fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is Mind Pump. Now, in today's episode, we answer live questions asked by people who listen to the podcast. So they called in, asked us fitness questions, and we assess them and answer them. Live on air, so you get to listen to that. But before we do, we actually do an intro portion in the episode where we talk about current events, we bring up scientific studies, we have fun conversation, and we mention our sponsors. Today's intro portion was 45 minutes long. In that intro portion, we start out by talking about Justin's six pack goals. Ooh. He's trying to get a sexy midsection. Watch out, everybody! Could he get more attractive? We'll see what happens. Uh, then, Impossible. We, talk, then we talk about the talk. With our kids, uh, my daughter's in fifth grade. Justin's son is about the same age, and we're having the talk with them now, yeah. so they get to learn about sex and all that the stuff. birds and the bees. Then uh, Adam talked about his son showing his basketball skills. Warmed his heart. Hmm. Warmed his heart. But number one moment in his child's life so far. Yeah. Uh, then we talked about uh, drinking in Tahoe. Uh, Justin had a hangover because he forgot to use one of our sponsors. Shame. ZBiotics. Now, ZBiotics is a genetically modified probiotic you take before you drink alcohol. Now, what these special bacteria do is they actually break down some of the negative compounds that are produced by drinking alcohol. It's a patented product, and it's crazy effective. You take it before you drink. The next day, you feel way better. This stuff is phenomenal. Try it out. Just try it out. You'll be sold. Um, And, of course, if you use the Mind Pump discount, you get a huge – Mind Pump code, excuse me, you get a huge discount. Just go to zbiotics.com forward slash mind pump and then use the code mind pump for the 10% off discount. Then I talk about an article by Fast Company talking about the future of gyms and fitness. Very interesting statistics in there, so we have some good conversation there. Adam talks about his massive TV that's way cl- too close to his face in his house, and it gives him headaches when he forgets to wear blue light blocking glasses. Now, our favorite company of blue light blocking glasses is Felix Grey. We like them because They're not orange or red, so they don't change the color of everything.
2: You can still be cool.
1: They're very effective, um, and they're stylish. Um, And, of course, because you listen to Mind Pump, you get a discount. You actually get 5% off with the Mind Pump code. Go check them out. Go to Felixgrayglasses.com. That's F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y-Glasses.com forward slash Mind Pump. Use the code Mind Pump for 5% off. By the way, there's free returns and exchanges, so you can try them out and see how you feel about them. After that, we got into the live portion. We answered questions from four people. We talked to Amber from California, Andrew from New York, Will from Texas, and Stephen from Montana, great Missouri. Missouri. Thank you, Doug, for that. I don't know my my, uh, <laughs> my abbreviations there. Uh, Missouri. Great, great time answering those live questions, and we'll be doing these episodes once a week. Look, uh, one more thing I want to mention: we have extended our uh, December bundle promotion throughout this month up until the 10th, okay? So here's what we did. We took multiple workout programs and combined them for different types of people. They're called bundles. Each one of these bundles is nine plus months of workouts planned out for you. So for over nine months, everything's set up for you, your exercises, your sets, your reps, what body parts you're working every day. Uh, there's video demos in each of the programs. So if you want to look up an exercise, you can learn how to do it properly. Everything's spelled out for you. Here's the three bundles. The first one is for beginners. It's called the New to Weightlifting Bundle. So if you're just getting started or you haven't worked out for a few months or six months, start there. The next one is for intermediate lifters. It's called the Body Transformation Bundle. So if you've been working out for six months consistently, a year consistently, that's a good one for you. Now, if you've been working out more than a year consistently and you're advanced, try the New Year Extreme Intensity Bundle. That's a great one to take it to the next Level. Um, By the way, all of them include one year of free access to our private forum so you can ask people questions about your workouts. You can post videos of your exercises and get critique on your form. You can have fun sharing funny memes. Uh, And Adam, Justin, and myself periodically appear on there as well answering questions. So it's a great place to be. It's normally $99. It's free for the first year if you sign up for any of those bundles. Now, to learn more or to just sign up, all you have to do is go to mapsdecember.com. That's the word maps, M-A-P-S, December.com. <laughs> why, why you call Doug a snack? He's a snack, man. Not quite, Isn't that a full meal? Yeah, yeah. Mm. No,
3: not quite. Just a snack.
1: So what's Justin then?
3: Oh yeah, Justin's a Justin's a super I'm turkey dinner. <laughs>
0: what yeah. are you, bro? You're uh, the heaviest slice? Uh, know, you know, he's I, a buffet.
3: I'm totally he's been,
4: a buffet. I've
3: totally. It's a buffet. Fuck off, Doug. Feeds a family of four. <laughs> I've been totally stacking plates. I've been totally projecting my own insecurities on Justin all the last year.
1: <laughs> I know. I've dude. been
3: calling him fat, but in that's reality, I, I knew in, it. But... I'm in the worst shape yeah. for sure.
1: Just I like how Justin just gives you space. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just lets you. Yeah. Yeah. he's like he knows. That's why. Yeah, yeah I, know. I like, know what you're doing. Yeah, he knows. I feel
3: bad. He knows he can make me cry. <laughs> at any moment yeah, yeah. I'm like, Bro, gonna hold back that could hurt his feelings you're <laughs> gonna let him keep calling me fat it's okay uh, just, we all tipped the scales a
1: little bit didn't we uh,
3: yeah wow. yeah you're pushing weight too right so yeah. now okay um comparing yourself uh to you know, other versions of yourself where where would you say you are currently right now mm. Mm, yeah that's a good question. I
2: think <laughs> I think I'm I'm on the way back to almost feeling like I'm somewhat normal, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. I feel like it's I feel like I have abilities again, my strength's coming back, but uh it's been a while. It, it actually being less consistent and then going back into consistency was like a shell shock for me. I'm like, "Wow, I was really like not in, you know, uh, condition like I used to be." Yeah, your body changed fast. It's stupid. It's just like just oh, let's just put attention here. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 see what happens. Now,
1: for me, the, the heaviest I ever ever got was I think two thirty five in the so two thirty 230, two thirty five, so two twenty for me is getting it's getting up there, dude. Yeah, I haven't been two twenty in yeah, but you know that years. weight
3: is you know weight doesn't matter. I've been two twenty and been in amazing shape, and I've been two twenty in some of my worst shape. Right, so like when I did that, when I did the transformation. I was 212 and 20% body. So that was the worst shape I'd ever been in, right? Mm. 212, 20% body fat. Mm -hmm. So I I have a total different body composition right now. So Mm. I definitely am heavier, right? I was 230. Are we going to do the body fat test? We should, are we? Yeah, no, I mean, the, what's the
1: point? <laughs> yeah,
3: what's the point? You know what I mean.
1: The the I highest mean, score is not the winner. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean,
3: it, I, it I like I like it still for tightening things up, right? Because you know, as I start to, and I'm not there yet, right? When I start tracking and really getting yeah. diligent with the nutrition. Um, I like to have uh, a body fat percentage. It doesn't matter to me either. I'll, I don't, you know, everybody argues over like what's more accurate. All, all like it's just like the step counter bullshit and all the Fitbit mm-hmm. stuff. Like yeah. all I care is that I have a a tool that kind of gives me guidance on. Yeah. Oh wow, I just adjusted something in my diet, my routine. According to what I think should happen, I should be down a few percent or whatever. And if I'm up, then it's always this red flag that, okay, I went too too far. Right? I'm
2: actually interested in pursuing some aesthetic goals for this year. But what? I know.
3: What?
1: I know. I know. It's weird. But it's going to be too much sexiness. That's yeah. All I'll say. But it's like,
2: I realize like, through all this. I was, I had all these like pains in my, my hips and I was starting to really, um, you know, start complaining about the same thing over and over again. And I was still, you know, like it, it was just getting annoying. I couldn't, I couldn't move the same. And so it really was just a lack of, of, of strength and just letting it sort of go.
3: Are you going to get a six pack? Yeah. Stupid. Probably. I'll say it right now. No, you are not.
2: I'm gonna say it. Don't say that. No, I'm not gonna say it. You, you already <laughs> said it.
1: It's, it's out there. Nah, it's too
2: bad. Yeah, I am. I'm gonna have a six pack. Have you ever had a full on six pack? Uh, yeah. When I was like playing sports and I didn't care. When he was seven, <laughs>
1: he has <laughs> yeah. to say when he doesn't care. He has to say he doesn't care.
3: I've never,
2: I've never actively tried to have one, if that makes sense. But I did have one. Dude, well, it's, it's dangerous uh, apparently it's pack.
3: harder than becoming a millionaire. So. Okay. That's what they say. Kind of a big deal, bro. It's yeah. well, kind of a big deal to have abs. You look—that's
2: for people that you know don't try.
1: You look crazy with a six-pack. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know when you get down to ten percent, you start to go below that. It starts to get weird. Well,
2: it's like before. I just didn't. It, it, it didn't have any appeal to me because I always felt like I'm just getting smaller. You're already too attractive, right? Yeah, so I don't, want, I don't <laughs> so want all that attention. So it's it's like,
3: too much. I'm already. Yeah. I'm
1: already like a nine and a half.
3: I don't. I, wanna, I don't want yeah. to have to. Go. Justin's going to start. He's going to
1: start wearing mid drift bearing shirts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he used to rock those. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. dude.
1: dude. A little fishnet. Bring
3: back you the fishnet mid drift. Did, net, uh, mid-drift did you uh, really? Yeah, because football. That was popular. Well, yeah
2: because it it basically discovered um, just, covers it your just pads. Went, yeah it, it, the pads would go down to there and so I would I'd wear that and I'd walk to practice with this stupid like you know half-cut shirt and and you know I'd, I got some attention for yeah. that and then you think I was
1: yeah hey it's, girls I'm uh do you know where the football field is yeah
2: <laughs> it's so silly because I was watching Rocky you remember Rocky
1: when they uh, yes, Rocky 3. of course no
2: when, when oh. uh, Apollo he's wearing that little shirt I was like I used to wear those I know yeah.
1: dude yeah. Rocky three that was a good one uh, they were watching they were ripped. watching up in tahoe this weekend really yeah 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 oh without yeah, my me? kids my kids love you guys trying Rocky, to make me dude. feel really bad do they really yeah oh so they, did they watch the one with the russian yeah we, we've watched all of them that's the best one for kids yeah i showed that one to my son and he was just like "This is." but
2: amazing. i got a story though for uh so forrest gump right so mm-hmm. you know there's i was a little bit like i was fast forwarding scenes and i was just gonna say there's a couple parts you <laughs> there's a couple that are yeah. a little yeah and the drugs and you know sex and stuff a uh, fast forwarded that. But when one of the scenes came up and I was like, okay. And I started fast forward and, and Everett was kind of closing his eyes and then kind of, you know, and Ethan was just like, why, why are you fast forward? And then he's like, oh, and he, he goes, he gives me the, the signal and he does this.
0: No, he <laughs> I was
2: dying laughing, dude. He made the little okay sign and he put his finger through oh, it. Oh my God. I was like, <laughs> he, he's so cocky now that we had the talk. That like he thinks no, like, like he, like, he know knows everything. Yeah, it's he like knows. it's like an
1: inside thing Dude, between dad and it's I. Like Corey and I out. were dying. We're dying. Yeah. It's like when he found out Santa wasn't real. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know, Dad. Yeah, Wink. yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Wink. right. <laughs> yeah, his sleigh.
2: Play, <laughs> he's playing hide the salami, right, Dad? Oh, he's gonna <laughs>
1: shimmy his way down uh, the chimney. Oh yeah. my <laughs> gosh, I'm about to have that talk with my daughter. Who oh, you are? Yeah, she's in fifth grade. Yeah, it's it's time. You don't she, you don't so, hand that over to the wife for that one. No, um, no. I'll, I mean, I, I, I want to be very. I want to have a relationship with both my kids where I can. No, so I'm not. Whether saying, they talk to him or not. I know, I'm but talk to him I, him
3: I oh, okay. So I mean, I would think that I would. In that case, she would have it first, and then you would. I'm better at it. <laughs> so I'm serious yeah. I, because I don't. Now, does she, does she concede that or does she, or is
1: that just your opinion? <sighs> so my ex, not really very good because she gets like all weird about it. Like it's all like. Oh, makes her like, uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't. I just, I'm very frank because yeah. I feel like if you talk to your kids that way. Yeah. They won't think it's like some crazy. I've, I've
2: learned to do that. That didn't come naturally, but I've definitely learned to
1: yeah, do that. Yeah. So I, but my daughter's so naive, like she's way more naive than my son was. And so mm-hmm. I brought it up. I, in fact, I was training my kids. Uh, over the weekend, and uh, we're doing a workout, and I said, "Oh, I said, you're in fifth grade. That means you guys are going to learn about sex and puberty." And my daughter's like, "I don't want to know it. I <laughs>
2: don't <like>, want. <laughs> la, <la>, la, la.
3: <laughs> don't tell me
1: anything." I said, "Honey, you're going to learn this. It's it's important stuff to know." I said, "You know, you're going to learn about you know your period because you'll be getting that soon and what that is He's and like, this and that." I don't want to know any of that stuff. You know, that's what she was saying to me. But we, I'm going to sit down and talk with her. Uh, yeah, She's <laughs> like, I'm going to force you to listen to it. <laughs> I, because I don't want her to have that attitude about it.
3: <laughs> now, do you, uh, so there's lots of books around this. Yes. Like, there's books that you read to them. Do you guys use any tools like that? Or are you just, just like talk off, off the charts? Off the cuff. And, and, yeah, You just yeah, talk to them. Yeah, presentations they'll watch, show up in your uh, your grapefruit uh, Speedo underwear. Yeah. and use, What? As a, as a
1: diagram. <laughs> and <you take> <laughs> wow. What a... Great. What a great way to traumatize <laughs> not my kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all.
3: How do you how do you bring it up and These talk to her about? It? Are you not using any sort of reference whatsoever no, when you talk to I sit
1: down. Him? This is what I do with my son. We sat down and I said, uh, "Okay, so you did sex ed in class. What did they teach you?" "Oh, they taught me about the sperm and the egg." And I said, uh-huh. "Do you know how the sperm gets to the egg?" Uh, and he's like, "Well, I think the penis does this and I said, "Okay, well, here's what happens." And I'm just very frank. Mm-hmm. I tell him about the erection. "So you'll, goes so and you'll or, wait until she's gone
3: through that before is what you're saying?"
1: Uh, yeah, I'll wait till she starts it. Okay. Because then they're going to because then I can That's what I meant. She's got to have a reference to some of like sure. that. So
3: you're talking about these things that you never heard over. Sure. you know, But
1: she's funny. So my son was very much and my sons like this, he'll just ask whatever, you know. He he comes up to me and he goes, "Hey dad, what's LSD like?" or "Why do people do it?" And he'll ask me questions like that. So when I talk to him about sex, he goes, "Why do people do it?" Why do they like to do it so much? I'm like, because it feels really good. He's like, it does. Now,
3: when you ask, when he asks questions like this, do you just answer frankly or do you, and you don't ask, like, why do you ask or Mm. like where that came from?
1: I ask, I answer very frankly and I I give them the information that is pertinent to it. Like, I don't have to go over, above, and beyond, uh, but I answer it. And and just again, I I want that relationship to where they're not embarrassed. Yeah, I
2: try to stay as matter of fact as possible and really not like overdo the education of it like let them come in with the uh, questions because yeah he hasn't really gone over that much in detail in terms of the reproductive system and all that so i've had to kind of like dance with it a little bit and wait for him to Mm. be interested so yeah
1: now you you gotta use the real words too you can't say things like yeah yeah, wiener and whatever you gotta say penis vagina the whole thing now in
3: your house do you handle that justin or does courtney help too with that
2: yeah, well, uh, I mean, so far it's just been me uh, because we had a long trip down Palm Desert and uh, we separated, we had two different cars and so I felt it was a good opportunity to kind of just spark conversation. And uh, and, and, and I had been kind of telling him ahead of time that we should talk and, and, and you know, this is part of the curriculum, you know, that you're going you're gonna to learn about all this stuff and if you have questions, you know, feel free to ask me. And so I, I just kind of like slowly brought it up and was... Trying to see if there's an interest in talking. And then finally, and there wasn't. And then, you know, maybe an hour in, he started kind of asking me questions. Mm -hmm. And that was,
1: you know. One of the first signs, too, is when your kid starts to have BO. That's like one of the first signs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that happened. Yeah. I remember Alrighty. my little sister that we had to have
3: her get deodorant when she was like third grade. Mm. That was the first. That was the first. We knew it was like right around the corner uh, for her because
1: also. We're yeah, like, some oh, girls man, get their period
3: really ripe, early. sis? What's up? You got to get some deodorant. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's just all of a sudden because oh, little yeah.
1: kids, if they sweat a lot, I mean, they could smell or sure, but they don't have B.O. Yeah, all it's, of a it's sudden, very distinct. It's a very different smell for sure. Ab- yeah, all of a sudden you're with your kid and you're like onions oh shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, here we go hormones are
3: fun. changing yeah. hey anyway. speaking of kids uh i think yesterday may have been one of my happiest days as a father i think close to for wow. sure what happened really yeah my, my heart was just filled with oh, so i know why so much joy dude so <laughs> yesterday i'm in the living room right And, you know, we were you were talking the other day, Sal, about uh, recognizing the leaps that the kids make. And I I always, I can totally tell like now, right? Like when he's having a leap, he just, all of a sudden the words that he's trying to say are much more clear Mm. or he's he's pointing and and recognizing things or he's doing something physically that he couldn't do before. So we're at one of these leaps and, you know, I've been really nervous, right? So like quietly nervous. I don't, I don't like say much about it, but. You know, of course, you guys know that I want my boy to play basketball, like, more than anything, right? Uh, That's, yeah. like, just I mean, the fact that I love the sport so much, and Katrina does, too, like, it's like, please, God, please, just let him just let him like it. Number and
1: one reason why you got with you married Katrina. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. You know, and then at the same time, too, I'm, like, oh, so cautious as a father to not, like, overly do it, right? So I don't want to, like, rub it in his face or constantly pushing him. It's yeah. just, like, let him do his own thing, Right. And he's naturally like gravitated to music, dude. Like he just he loves to watch music, he loves to listen to it. He's dancing right now. He's like trying to learn to snap his fingers. He's like into the guitar if someone's playing. Like, and so uh, and, and just like no interest in the balls really. Like mm-hmm. you know, and just recently he's been starting to like grab him here in the studio. He'll go pick up the basketball, and I'm like, oh yes, like maybe. Yeah. He's, <laughs> maybe he's. And so for Christmas, uh, one of Katrina's friends got like a little basketball hoop. <clears throat> And he's now put it together like what you do with it. So yesterday mm-hmm. he was dunking the basketball and shooting it in the Whoa, hoop, dude. It's and I was on. just like inside, just like balling. I dude. know. You said, <laughs> So you <laughs> said, so
1: you said so. Just for the listeners, he sends a video to us, right? Of yeah. of, uh, of his boy, you know, putting the and is. His, his, what did you say? Something like look at the look at his footwork on the <laughs> second <laughs> on the <laughs> second dunk. Impeccable. <It's laughs> and I'm like, he definitely has his mom's genetics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she's a D one. She was a high, high level yeah. basketball player. Yeah, she had a
3: full. She got a full ride, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I made the mistake on. Right, we just did. We just did you know, questions right on us uh, people for uh, our live quad, right? That we have coming up, and it was uh, Cal State it's Fullerton. This episode so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that right? Is yeah. that, oh, sorry, Doug. <laughs> yeah. so it was Cal State Northridge, and the person was Cal State Fullerton. I was texting Katrina. Oh, hey, just talk to somebody who went to your school. And she's like, you do know that I went to Northridge. Right? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah. oh. You're going to hear about that oh, for yeah, a while, no, no, no Forever. Yeah, like, they, no. They're I'll like get, rivals. I'll get and shit really. for sure. Oh, that. Oh, so but funny. yeah, I was so, man, yesterday was, and he did, dude. He shot one like from distance, dude. So his footwork wow. looked good. Like his follow through <laughs> looked, like, looked good. Like it just, we're just starting. Come on. Mm, Genetic yeah. programming. Yeah, I, I,
1: you start to see these things in your kids, you know? Like my yeah, son was watching YouTube videos on physics and the universe and we're having these like theoretical conversations, and Jessica's in the background, yeah. listening, and she's, you could see she's like really into it, yeah. and we're going back, and then we start debating uh, religion, which he's he's a fucker because he he debates. <laughs> Like an like I do, right? Yeah. He just goes at it, and so him and him are back and forth. And I try not to pull out the dad card, you know. Uh-huh. No, I know, but yeah. I have wisdom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't do that. Dude. No, so yeah. we're just I let him, you know, because I think it's good. I think it's a good way to develop course, your, your course. debate skills, your discussion skills, and sure. So we're going back and forth, and like, oh, there it is. <laughs> that's that annoying part of me. That's I you know? <laughs> yep. He loves doing that. So anyway, that's funny. hey, yeah, did, that's cool. Adam, you say you use um, Instacart a lot, right? Yeah, where you order food. They almost- have, do they get your order right ever?
3: Uh, yeah, so there's there's definitely some drawbacks to this, right? I mean, it's a, a like what newer technology for us. Bro, never,
1: two- not once have I had a correct order. Really? Not one time. Oh, no, wow. we ordered. We ordered six potatoes. Yes. Yeah, so- okay. They brought back six bags of potatoes. I have so many potatoes <laughs> at home right now. Dude. Yeah, for, I'm gonna be eating them forever. <laughs> they might just six. Bro, I got potato for that's my carb source for the next yeah,
3: three, yeah, three, four you months. You gotta dude. mash them all up and
1: bring yeah, them in here. So,
3: I mean, you I, I did you just start using it? Or you, like, no,
1: Jessica's used it like six times, and okay. they always fuck well, up. Well, that's still relatively new. Like we've been
3: using it a lot for the last few years. So, what's now. the ratio of good? Of well, correct to what wrong. it is is you just learn things like that. Like you, if you like, for example, so the opposite's happened to us. Like Katrina's like, uh, she wants a banana, and you you expect people they bring like, one banana? Yeah, one banana. You know what I'm saying? She's like, what the fuck? One banana? Like yeah. you have to say, like a bundle a of bananas. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or five single bananas. You have to be very wow. specific. So fruits and vegetables, I think, are the hardest. Mm. They also like, you know, they don't, they don't if it, look through. Yeah, if, the, it's,
1: if you want organic, they're not going to get
3: Right. A shit. And they so there's, there's little things that like it's really good for like the essentials. Like, so well, how we use it is. You know, if we, we have milk that's missing or there's like, you know, certain like uh, pasta noodles that she uses or, you know, veal, bison, there's certain things that we order from the grocery store all the time. Um, and so we kind of stick to those things. And if we need like specialty stuff, we know we're going to the store to get that. So it's kind of like we've learned like what, what, you, what you
1: order. Oh, what yeah, you dude, don't. it's hilarious. We got our groceries and I'm like, I had no idea what she ordered. I'm like, what do you plan on making? <laughs> we have six bags. Potato soup, potato yeah. pie, bro, potato ate, salad. Bro, we were giving yeah. them. We were giving them away to potato friends. Potato sandwiches. We, had, we have a lady that comes and cleans the it's house. Like Everyone's Oh yeah, yeah she yeah. came. She cleans the house a little bit. This lady that comes, and I'm like, hey, here's a bag of potatoes, oh, dude. I'm like, don't worry, your Christmas bonus. Stand is Tomorrow different. we got
2: potato guns. The,
1: the kids go crazy. Oh, oh. I mean, I love potatoes, but good God, yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do with all yeah, that? That's a lot. All those damn potatoes. Oh, it's great. Anyway, man. so I want to ask you guys because uh, I know you guys were up in Tahoe together, all hanging out, yeah. uh, having a good time. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, meanwhile, without I was you, over, yeah. I was over here eating clean, which is probably why I'm, sure. I'm not as fat as you guys. But anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, were you guys drinking? What was the deal there? What the uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
3: Justin always drinks up there. Right? Hey. Did you have bro. a day you
1: didn't drink
2: up yeah, there? Yeah, dude. I had okay. At least, like, I mean, I only drink two days. Oh, you really? Uh, you yeah, were good You though. didn't wow. notice that. Did I you? didn't notice that. Yeah. Oh, well, no. you must have been making drinks for other people. All right? he noticed is
1: you were not as fun as normal. So maybe that's why
2: I was kind of a dud. Yeah. Like, but no, I, so, so one of of the nights it, it you know what it was it was the night after we did the the, the night uh snowboarding where you know we we're we we're like on a high from that i was feeling good i'm like dude i'm drinking tonight you know it's like it, it was a good vibe so mm-hmm. uh we just started making drinks and, and you know one thing led to another i got pretty smashed but totally forgot to take this there was this box of z-biotics right there and we didn't even take any okay no. so the
1: contrast tell me about the contrast because i've done this Bro, i've drank with it, hung without over. it i
2: know so we've done this and i'm like oh this is a lifesaver so I I didn't even think I really got hangovers anymore because I haven't had one in like like a year or something like it just hasn't really affected me but I I was drinking so I was mixing whiskey with with some of this like cream so it was I think it was Bailey's uh, and we we're we we're doing these like uh, this this Irish whiskey kind of cream drink and the next day I was so hungover I was just like. Out of sort, man. I had a headache. I
3: was achy. Like, I just didn't want to get up and do anything. I, I like, did the same sucks. thing. Same thing. I was so pissed. But we, you know, we came back from the snowboarding, and I just thought I was going to have one drink. I was like, oh, you know, like Justin said, I was on a high. We had a great ride. It was a great day. I worked out earlier in the day. Like, actually, it was yeah. pretty dialed nutrition. I was like, yeah, I'm going to enjoy a drink. You know, I had all these. I know I burned a bunch of extra calories. Like, let's let's enjoy a drink. Maybe two, but it turned into four, and they were doubles. Yeah, and that's a lot for me. Oh, yeah. You need a heavy hand. When oh. and we were like <laughs> playing cards and doing things sitting down, yeah. so <clears throat> you don't even I, notice. I didn't notice it until we went to bed and we climbed into bed. And I told Katrina, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm dr- I'm hella drunk." she and she asked me she goes did you take the z biotic and i go no i didn't take it and so i got up drank a bunch of water took some advil hoping that would mitigate it yeah i did the same hung over Nothing. all day the next it's day it's weird i con- was so pissed the dude. contrast
1: to me is so weird we have a massive bot. we have a value back. <laughs> that's 40, what i wanted we have to slap
3: 48 of them there dude. dude right and there it's we have it i have it set up on the bar yeah. So, like, when you're making a drink, you're looking yeah. at the z-biotic, and I just didn't think I was gonna have that many, and I was
1: like, uh, you know, one more. I'm the, you know what it is. I'm the supplement Crazy. guy. If I
5: was I there, know. you guys you have, you remembered. 100% yeah, you yeah,
1: would have
2: taken. You would have remembered. Hundred percent, you would. I would have yeah. been like, here you go, boys. I know. Yeah, we were all on momentum. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's
1: I had to. I had Jessica try it, and she, I mean, she's not going obviously because she's breastfeeding, but there was. I, remember, I told you guys we went up to uh, what's that place called, Sanctuary? Uh huh. Well, and so I'm she did, to ask you about that. Did we talk about that? Um, I don't know if we did if we covered it on the on the show, but it was great. We. Had a great time over there. Yeah, but she did the pump and you know dumping all that stuff or whatever, and mm-hmm. you know we were feeding them by the bottle from previous milk. So she, you know, we had a good time. She did the Biotics, same thing, and she's very sensitive. Wow, she'll get a migraine the day after. Oh, wow. and she felt nothing. She felt <laughs> nothing. So that stuff's pretty, yeah.
2: pretty wild. I think most people, it's gonna have a massive effect. Yeah,
1: it's pretty crazy. Hey, right. I wanted to bring up an article with you guys that uh it was a, it was a it's an article being shared quite a bit. In fact, I've had several DMs on it. Um, you guys familiar with the Fast Company? Mm-hmm. okay so they did an article titled gyms aren't coming back here's how you'll work out in the future have you guys seen this one no
2: no but i mean this sounds pretty familiar to what mind pumps has okay. been saying
1: okay so so they're they did they're doing surveys on lots of people who work out and all this stuff and here's what they're finding okay 76 percent of people have tried working out at home during the pandemic here's the important uh percentage of, uh, the important statistic of that 66 percent of them so almost all of them prefer it. Wow. Now with millennials, interesting. with millennials, 82% started working out at home, 81% like it more. Wow. So this Man. this wow. article is it's a big pre- shift. This article is predicting that that okay, now here's, here's I just the, want
3: to say I call, we just had a question on what I think 2021 trend is going to be and I think we are going to see the moving in this direction more than we ever have. So
1: here's the analogy that they used that I thought totally. was, that I thought was absolutely brilliant. And in if you're not you know, I guess 35 or older, you're not going to remember this. But when I was a kid, arcades were an amazing place to go. Yeah. You, you, you had video games there. You went, you hung out. It was a oh, great the place experience. There. Was fantastic. But once video games uh, were able to be played at home, same quality or whatever, people thought literally that arcades were going to exist still because people like to be around each other. They yeah. are nobody. There's no arcades anymore. In fact, wow. the only ones that exist now are where you get the tickets and you get the toys and oh. stuff. It's not like they used to be, and they're saying that that gyms are going to be like that that now people are – that this was the push that – they said in the article they're saying it was going to happen anyway. It was mm-hmm. just going to take longer. Mm-hmm. But this caused so many people to, to really start working at at home. And, and again, a majority of people who are doing it Prefer it, and they're wow. thinking that the gym industry will never be the same. How interesting! Again.
2: I totally, yeah, that that's a great uh, analogy. I I could totally see that as as being something because I I loved arcades. Like so did I. Love love them. We had one called Special Effects, and I would like save all my money and I'd go there and geek out and play video games all day. But once you got the you, Nintendo NES, and you had like guys that could come over your house, yep. you have you recreate that same experience within the confines of your house. It was game over. Dude, oh,
3: it was especially once it got to the place where you could connect. Then it oh, was, yeah. Then, then it was truly game it's, over. Because yeah. there was like this transition where I, you know, like what I feel like we're going to go through. Like gyms are going to go away tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. And there'll still be some gyms. They're Just not like going
1: to go away completely. No.
3: Yeah. and and But so what? what is your prediction on the type of gym that's going to survive this?
1: I think what's going to end up happening Niche is- Niche hardcore ones. Yeah, you're going to see like really, really hardcore fitness people. Yeah. Because um, in the article, they also talk about people doing classes at home and preferring them. Now with the technology- Like Peloton, because Peloton does this Peloton will, you can literally do a live class Mm -hmm. at home and, and you can, if you want, you could talk to other people. Oh, those are going to keep exploding. Yeah. So I have my cousin uh, and their, and his wife do do this and they were big class takers. And I said, okay, be honest with me when, when things open back up, do you want to go back and do the classes? Like, to be honest with you, no, this is way better. I like Mm -hmm. it more. Mm -hmm. I don't have to drive. I don't have to worry about this, that I get the interaction that I want and I get to do my workout. So I think the hardcore fitness people, Mm -hmm. I think the classes that you have to be with other people like jujitsu and you know, certain things you have to go against. That's different. Right. That's different. But gyms, uh, I think they're I think it's gonna. And it's not the gonna same. Be like, well, I mean, it's sad, you know.
2: Like I love gyms. I love that culture. I love, you know, like going through all that. But at the same time, like, have to be realistic. Like those statistics are, are telling you otherwise. There's people. Well, especially
3: just, when you say the millennial generation. Yeah. is Eighty-one percent, and eighty of them say that they like it better. Yes. So it's like it's not a it's not a question of if that's true and if it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. When. Right. Yeah. Right. When? When do the millennials become forty, fifty? You know, plus years old and they're the main people that are and then they've influenced the generation coming up. And
1: we're also talking in the article about uh, fitness uh, people who are fitness professionals so trainers and instructors all of them have started to pivot and most of them when they do surveys prefer it. Hmm. They actually prefer not working in the gym. Why? You guys know as well as I do when you work in a gym you know if the person is paying $100 a session you're getting you know $30 and the gym gets the, the majority. Yeah. So a lot of these instructors are now pivoting Doing it online or going to people's houses, and a lot of them, a good chunk of them, prefer it. Well, it, this is interesting because we've been talking about this
3: for a long time, hmm. regardless for trainers, right? So I, this was before COVID. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, part of look at part of our pivot is that right? We all were trainers and training people in gyms and at homes for the longest time, and the writing was on the wall that we're moving into this, you know, digital virtual space and that it's going to be necessary to have some assets in it if you're going to be successful in in fitness and in business later on. So well,
2: it's interesting to think about too about that kind of format and that platform. Like there's going to be ones that rise, right? They're just like you know when you went to these group classes like you had a following, right? All these people that knew that you're teaching the class that day and all that. Like there's got to be some crazy incentives like some of these companies that are providing these platforms are going to give these instructors you know, to, uh, you know, pull more people. It'll, it'll probably create its own social platform. That's, yeah. a,
3: that's an interesting theory right there. And you see that there's like a lot of these apps that are popping up and they do, they go after like these fitness influencers and they try and gather, mm-hmm. you know, 10 of them that all have a hundred thousand followers and they, that you can get them all through this one app that they pay a membership and they have that's access. That's
1: what they're saying. These fitness apps are, are exploding. And they also use the analogy of the music industry. The music industry oh, yeah. changed a lot with uh, technology. Like now our, Artists don't necessarily have to go through big labels and all that stuff to sell their music. And you're buying music, not necessarily buying an album, but a song at a time. And they're saying that you know this is kind of what's going to happen yeah. uh, to to fitness instructors. They also speculate they think that for gyms to survive, they're going to have to look more like social clubs. So mm. where they offer things like cocktail bars and cafes. And, oh, yeah. But that's more high-end mm-hmm. type of stuff. Now, I want to ask you guys. You guys know my opinion. I prefer working out in a home gym. Always. I love it. I just love my own music, my own thing. I don't get away for anybody. <laughs> and if I work out with friends in yeah. my home gym, it's the best. There's no... the. Gyms are great. Don't don't get me wrong. I grew up in gyms. I love them. Mm-hmm. Home gym for my workouts. It's just more effective. It. What do you guys think? Do you guys like the f- working out now that you guys are doing it here, or do you guys still? Well, like- you know what I think
3: happens is, and or at least what I feel is happening to me because I, out of us, I was the one that you were the biggest. Gym, yeah, I was yeah. the most staunch about. I don't want to work out at home. I'm, yeah. I've tried it a bunch of times. Not a fan of it but I, my hand was forced mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. and you know and maybe inside I was grumbling a little bit like oh, I don't you know I want to go I like my gym I like going to my gym and and for the first few months then then I went through this period of like accepting it like shit we might not be going back there for a long time like let's learn to love what I'm doing right now yeah. and now I've gotten so comfortable mm-hmm. with where I'm at now I just don't care it's that you know if the gyms and, and honestly now it's got to the point where I'm like well, shit if I just cancel all those memberships I'm gonna save X amount of dollars a month and I figured it out and it's actually working out just fine the way it is and mm-hmm. sure maybe I like certain things about the gym but at the end of the day what I really care about is the results mm-hmm. you know is my productivity and my life better is my health good am I strong do I feel fit like am I really checking the boxes for the whole purpose of why I had a gym am I able to do that in our in our studio here right or at our our other place at home and the answer is yeah mm-hmm. i figured it out and honestly i as every day that goes by that i don't go to the gym i miss it less and less and i think that's what's so dangerous to the, the that's big what gym. they're saying yeah what's so dangerous is that even the people like myself who probably admitted like early on when this first transition happened like oh i can't wait for it to open back up mm-hmm. though i missed the, yeah. miss the gym i missed the gym now I'm like fuck it. I don't. I certainly don't want to go what they're doing right now outside in some bullshit tent when it's like freezing outside to to lift like. <laughs> I would way rather be wearing a or, mask and everything. Just, yeah, and, and wearing just, a like it's. I have a hard time in the grocery store wearing a mask for just twenty minutes straight. to Work
2: out with a mask
3: on. No, I just
2: can't do. And again, I'm not like, anyways, like not trying to be political, but just like knowing that like I'm restricting my breathing and all this. Like I'd rather just work out my house. That's yep. just it's just more comfortable. It's more convenient. And there's a lot of better options out there now for setting yourself up in your house where you know you can have squat racks, you can have things that aren't so. You know, it doesn't take up your entire room. It doesn't engulf it like no it used to.
1: no, I mean, I I've, uh, look, I grew up working out in my backyard. and then, of course, I worked in gyms most of my life, so I worked out there. but then I had my own studio. And when I had a personal training studio, it was equipped like a nice home gym because it was a personal training studio. It wasn't a big Box gym, so I'm not gonna have tons of machines that didn't make any sense. And I worked out there for so long, and I got so I fell so in love with being the owner of the gym I'm working out in. I could play what I want, I could take as long as I want, I could throw chalk everywhere if I want, I could do whatever lifts I want. I love it, and I still love that. I love that feeling. Even and you talk about the the you know cold and hot. Look, my home gym's in my garage. I don't have a heater in there. I don't have AC in there. I, I love it. When it's freezing, I love it. I put on a bunch of sweaters on. I work out. I can see my breath when it's hot. I take my shirt off. You can't do that in a gym. I know it's not as comfortable, yeah. but for me, it feels like it's a part of the whole thing. Yeah. You, know, you know what? I'm, I'm
3: also going to credit, uh, I think, the helping of this transition is CrossFit, too. You know, you know, CrossFit has such a large following, and it's such minimal equipment You're, required yeah, to do point. that workout good that point. imagine all those people that have had to make that transition right now, too. So you have a big portion of you know, fitness people that 15 years ago mm-hmm. weren't exercising that way, mm-hmm. right? And they thought
1: but, you needed all kinds of machines. Right, yeah. and then, and
3: that mm-hmm. ninety or 90s, the machines, you know, Nautilus is exploding and everybody's talking about the latest, greatest, cool machines. And so yeah. nobody is thinking about all I need is a pull-up bar, a barbell, mm-hmm. you know, and, and some plates and I'm good to get, made a couple dumbbells and I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. And CrossFit explodes, takes on a good per- percentage of all the people that are working out. Now here we are with COVID, everyone's having to work out at home. All of a sudden, even if if you're not a crossfit person that type of a box or that mm-hmm. type of a feel for a gym is becoming more and more appealing and you realize like oh shit i can accomplish everything
1: really me. it's just it's again it's people who were reluctant forced and then they realized hey i like this yeah. i think i'm going to stick with it that's exactly what the is talking about it's a
3: massive change so what are the what are the gyms going to do like what are they going yeah. how are they going to pivot and who's going to survive this this mess dude like, oh, i don't know dude. i mean you're saying that the 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 irony of what you guys are saying is that the gyms that you think are most likely to succeed are actually not the most profitable gyms. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I agree yeah. with you. You guys are saying these grungy, you know, like you know, Hold serious no. lifter type gyms. Those gyms don't make a lot of money. The ones that make the most money are your Planet Fitnesses, your UFC gyms. Yeah. See, your big-
2: that one baffles me. Like, and I saw they're they're campaigning and everything for the New Year's, and, and it's like, where are all their locations open? Like, how is that working out for them? It
1: depends on the state, right? Yeah, some states they're obviously more open than others. Here in California forget it right there of course and this is the mecca well no of even Breaks
3: here even here though what they're doing outside right now so a lot of these gyms a lot of our gyms are are open outside they, right did you guys have you guys gone by 101 and seen the 24-hour fitness super sport no oh so the, you know where where bay 101 is over there yeah they that whole it was a, i don't know if you guys remember that's a massive parking lot yeah. right mm-hmm. they've turned that whole thing into like a massive tent
1: now are the is it it's all massive. is it enclosed like they do no no of, it's like,
3: like it. it's a top Okay. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. like a. Just, it's I a, actually would love working out like uh, that. I don't yeah. mind working out outside. Yeah. No, I man, that's fun. Yeah. I don't. I'm not a big fan of like <laughs> it, you know, it freezing cold. You're the bougie gym. i try to get convinced, <laughs> Doug, right now on the the trucky place. I'm like, can we get some heaters on these ceilings? You, see, you go out there when it's fucking 10 degrees and you oh. grab a barbell. You know, it means uh, I, yeah. your hands
1: bleed. I, I, <laughs> see. I like that. You know what though? I've been meaning to ask you because I know yeah. how much you hate working out in the morning, or you've said a million, yeah. million times. In the yeah. 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 Now we're working out in the morning. Uh, how, how are you enjoying it? Is, it? is it okay for you? I know you have bad sleep sometimes. Like, yeah,
3: so today was actually the first hurdle. Uh, I Up until this point, it's been really smooth. Um, I've had really good night's rest, but uh, today was the hardest time for me. In fact, I almost didn't do it. And what I love, uh, what I'm most excited about is that because we are doing this together, had I been training by myself, um, I've definitely earned a day off or sleeping in or mm-hmm. resting because I've you know I didn't get good rest and I'd be totally fine. Um, but because I don't want to let I don't want to be the first guy to not make yeah you know what I'm saying like, mm-hmm. there's something there for sure <laughs> there is right so I'm like I don't want to be the first guy to not make the the workout and since you guys have committed to doing that mm-hmm. like I drug my ass here just changed the intensity of my training and uh, it's been fine it's been okay I still. Um, and I and I and I think will I'll play with this probably in a in a month or so. Like when I really like it's been a month now of re- really good consistency and starting to scale volume up. Once I'm really starting to feel myself, like feeling strong and feeling good, I'll start playing with my workout times because what I found when I was competing and I was really dialed in. There was a significant difference because I trained at all times. I trained mm-hmm. crazy late at night, crazy early in the morning, middle of the day, multiple times a day. Like, and I got a chance. And when when you when you're so dialed in nutritionally and consistency, you can really start to like tease out like yeah how well, how does my body respond to this mm-hmm. versus some bullshit mm-hmm. you know article you read that says this is the best time to do this. It's like what I learned about my body was. After I had two meals in. So I had. it's so like noon? Yes, around yeah, noon. Me too. Yeah, I would have a, a good breakfast first thing when I woke up. I'd have another another breakfast around 10 o'clock or so. And then noon, I was just, I felt strong as shit. And that, and the, you would take me training first thing in the morning, and I feel okay, like I'm doing all right right mm-hmm. now, but I don't feel as strong as I do when I've loaded up probably 150 plus grams of carbs in me and probably a good 2,000 calories. Then I feel really good.
1: Yeah. What about like any techniques to help you sleep? Because I know this morning you woke up and you, this morning you came in. You're like I had shitty sleep. <laughs> well, listen, dude. Uh, here's a funny one. We're talking
3: about our our partners. Like, it's so funny. Like, uh, you know, we know when we talk about them on the show. The reason why we're partnered with these companies is because they work and we believe in it. But yet, you know, I'm human. I don't always do it. I don't always take the protein shake. I don't always put the Felix Grey glasses on. I don't always use the Z-biotics. So I recently bought the new TV for the Black Friday sale, right? Oh, you got it. So how big is this thing? <laughs> so, it's like spaceship-based. So yeah, I mean, you guys know the way my condo is set up, But right? I have a, a tri-level for the listeners, right? And so it's I'm only in, I'm only in about 2,000 square feet where uh, Katrina and I reside, right? And The dining room and the living room is, I mean, it's smaller than this this, this studio. And uh, I couldn't pass up the Black Friday sales on the TV. So my original thought was, okay, I'm going to buy this TV. Let's put it in storage. We're planning on moving soon to a bigger place. And uh, I was like, I'll just put, it, I'll put it in that house, right? So, <laughs> but of course, it came. And I'm like, fuck! I want to open this thing. It's 82 inches. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> and it's a movie. Theater. It's,
3: it's, and my living, room, I mean, I'm probably four feet from the television, yeah. and so. I had the last two nights. So I left one of my Felix Crays up at the, at the truckie house, the ones that I normally have in my living room. So I told you I've got them all. I've got like four pair, right? So they're all strategically in my house. So I don't have an excuse to not wearing them. The one pair that I normally have in the living room where I watch TV is up at the truckie house because I left them up there. And the last two nights I've watched TV, I've gone to bed with massive headaches,
1: dude. Because why you're too close to big ass? I think dude?
3: it's the combination of both, right? Because I was wearing the glasses and watching the 82 inch, and I was fine. But the combination That's a lot of bright light, the combination it's of beaming on you, of,
1: of, <laughs> did you get a tan?
3: <laughs> I'm serious though, though. So two nights in a row now of no Felix Gray glasses and watching that. I mean, first of all, I don't know if people are listening right now. They're like you're an asshole. You shouldn't be watching the TV that close, anyways. Like get it? Okay, get it. Yeah, I know that. But I didn't notice this before when I was wearing the, because we've had the TV since, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Black Friday, you know, sale or whatever. So we've had it for a while now. And I've been very consistent with this. We turn on the TV, I throw them on, whatever. But these last two nights, I haven't had them. And sure as shit, both nights, the first night didn't even dawn. I mean, got a headache, took some, you know, took some Advil, whatever to think about it. Second night in a row, and I went. Son of a bitch! Is it because I don't have these freaking
1: glasses on, and this TV's up? Oh my god! I can't do too big of a TV too close. I get dizzy. Yeah. Shit's happening, and I'm like, what do I look? I got to look over here, see what's going on. Yeah, I, look I watch there. it from the dining room now.
5: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, it's better. I
2: refuse. Like back when the theaters were open, and then you have like, even if it's like three, four rows back. Yeah, I, you know, I can't I would, even do it. Do it I'm not doing have it. Have
1: you guys oh. ever gone to what is those theaters where it's all around you? Remember those amphitheater? No, oh, no, 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 IMAX, IMAX. Yeah, no dude. That's nausea city, dude. I can't. I love those. Those are awesome. No, man. As I'm long in, as
2: you're like back far enough in the middle. I'm in there. I'm like,
1: oh, yeah. oh, alright, gotta go.
2: I, I can't think I saw shoot. Avatar in one of those. It was pretty sick. No, it's too big, dude. Yeah, that's cool. Too big, yeah. yeah Sizes awesome. and everything. You know, that's, that's what girls tell you. <laughs>
0: Our first caller is Amber from California. Amber, you must be pretty. I see Doug getting nervous over there in his chair. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's, squir- he's squirming over there and forgetting what he's supposed to say, huh? <laughs>
0: Jeez.
3: <laughs> hey, Fullerton, Thanks. Cal State Fullerton. That's where uh, Katrina went to college.
0: Oh, uh, me too. Oh,
3: no way. What year?
6: Um, let's see. I graduated in oh five. Okay. So I'm,
3: wow. Well, you I'm, guys you guys would be pretty close. She might have been oh, okay. yeah, she might have been a senior. She played basketball there. She went a full ride basketball.
6: Oh, cool. I was a kinesiology major there, so I'm sure we crossed paths at some point. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah, that's great. Right on. What's your your question? How can we help you?
6: So I completed MAPS Anabolic and was about finished with MAPS Performance when I had a pretty significant change to my schedule. This was about eight weeks ago, and since then I've worked out maybe like a handful of times and totally gave in to all of the holiday food and treats. My schedule now is um, back to normal. And so I'm planning on cleaning up my diet and I'd like to really just focus on gaining strength. Uh, I was able to grab MAPS PowerLift in the recent sale and was thinking of either starting that or maybe purchasing MAPS Strong and trying that out. But my question is, uh, since I've lost some muscle mass and gained some body fat over the past eight weeks, would it be better to run something like MAPS Anabolic first to maybe lose some of the fluff that I gained or should I just jump straight into a strength-specific program?
3: Mm. I love this question Ooh. and such a smart question because mm-hmm. uh, we talk about this on the show, right, where, you know, things happen. and Inevitably, you you fall off or we have the holidays and you you miss the gym for two or three weeks. And one of the the things that I know, even as a trainer, I would make this mistake of, you know, wanting to kind of pick up right where I left off. And, you know, I always talk about on the show that the goal is always to do as, as little as possible to elicit the most amount of change. And- hopping into a program that might have a lot more volume than, let's say, like a MAPS anabolic um, is unnecessary, right, to start seeing results again. So personally, um, I have a tendency to want to do exactly with what you're asking, jump into like a strong or go right into a power lift and kind of pick up where I left off. But the reality is I could probably scale all the way back to a MAPS anabolic pre-phase or phase one and get just as good of results and then eventually progress yeah. to one of those programs.
1: Amber, you said you took eight weeks off essentially, so two months? Yeah. Yeah, so you know, here here's the thing that, um, it, and this just can't be overstated, right? So when you take time, obviously you've got muscle memory going on. You worked out a lot before, so your body's going to respond faster um, than a, someone who's a complete beginner. So that's the good news. The bad news is when somebody takes time off after having been consistent, your mental image of your body's capacity and even your pain tolerance are somewhat unchanged from when you were working out consistently. So you'll go into the gym. And you'll work out at an intensity that's a little lower than before and be like, okay, I think that was enough. And then you'll realize you know, a day or two later that you, you overdid it. Um, yeah. Going too hard or applying too much intensity or too much volume uh, doesn't get you there any faster. In fact, it actually gets you there slower. Okay, So the right amount of volume and the right amount of intensity uh, will get you there the fastest. And so my advice to you is to do less than even you think you should do. It's actually a better place to start. It's harder to overdo it and then backtrack than it is to do a little too little and after the first few days say, you know what? I think that was too little. I'm going to add a little bit more and kind of play it by ear. Now, soreness isn't a great indicator of a good workout, but it is an okay indicator of whether or not you did too much. So the goal should be to feel a little bit of soreness or no soreness. From your workout, so use that as your gauge. Do your workout. Uh, Maps anabolic pre phase is a great way to jump back into the workout. And if you're feeling a little bit of soreness or not, you know, not any soreness at all, you're on the right track. After about a week of pre phase, then I would say you can move into uh, maybe a Maps anabolic phase one or even a phase two for a week or so. I would say probably two or three weeks and you'll be back to being able to go at a, at a higher intensity and higher volume. And then transition, you think, over into power lift or strong lift. Power, yeah. I love power lift
3: though right now if you're, if your goal is to build strength right now.
1: Totally. How were your results when you did MAPS anabolic?
6: Um, really good. Yeah. I definitely saw a change. And so um, it was pretty easy to transition over into maps um, performance also. So I was excited for that. But I've just I've always really focused on just getting like the lean, you know, like muscles, mm-hmm. but I've never focused on strength. And so that's something that I thought would be a good change for this year. Oh um, yeah. So that's why I wanted to try power lift or strong.
1: No, excellent. That's a, that's a great way to go. So thank you very much for your question. Thank you. Thanks Amber. You know, I love a uh, smart question. It, very good question. And in my experience, when women focus just on strength, they get it such, warms me up inside. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it really does. And they get such phenomenal results. Yeah, they get amazing, and they're always so shocked, right, that their curves are good and that they're well. We just need more so of that.
2: Yeah, we need more of that to 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 kind of change the landscape and and get that to be the focus. I think it's such a great thing for women to really like find their way to strength.
3: Well, forget that she's a woman. I think it's great that she asked a question like that because I think this is something that took me years in my career to finally figure out. 'Cause I, I would always overreach. Mm-hmm. Because and Sal, you said it perfectly, like your your body's not there, but your mind still is. Mm-hmm. You know, two months ago isn't that long ago. So you feel like and if you've been really consistent, right? She'd ran all the way through anabolic, she'd gone through performance. So you're talking she's got six months of consistency. She's probably feeling herself, she probably feels strong, she's mobile and then you take a eight, you know 8 weeks off it's almost almost like starting back on square one mm. but your brain still thinks like i, I can't be that far totally. from there because i was so consistent and so you always have this tendency to yeah your mind plays tricks on right that. jump into kind of where you were before and the reality is you know a 2 day a week maps preface type of a program is going to get you just as much of results with at least with less effort and then you can build upon that yeah. to get back in good
1: rule of thumb i would say this is different from person to person but however much time you took off usually it takes about a third of that time uh to get back to kind of where you were before so if you took off let's say nine weeks give yourself about three weeks to kind of get back to where you were before um that's kind of a rule of thumb it could be as high as half the time depending on how long uh the time was taken off and, and your genetics and all that stuff
0: our next caller is andrew from new york
1: hey andrew uh what's your question how can we help you Hey guys, so I'm
4: actually running MAPS PowerLift right now and I kind of had a question about how the one rep max calculation worked and then after you run the 11 weeks, how would you go back and calculate your new max to see how much progress you made?
1: You know, one rep, there's a lot of one rep max calculators that you can find online. Obviously, in PowerLift, we give you some ideas. Here's the problem with them. They're not super accurate. Okay. They're, they're better than nothing. They're going to give you a general idea, but really the only way to know what your one rep max is, is to test your one rep max. And I'll give you an example. Okay. So, um, for me, I have a lot of, uh, low gear strength or whatever you want to call it. I can, I can lift way more at the low reps than a one rep max uh, calculator will say. So a one rep max calculator, for example, might say that my one rep max based off of 10 repetitions would be, I don't know, I'll make up a number, 300 pounds. But then I'll end up being able to do 315 on my own. I've known other people to be the opposite where they do really well when the reps are around six, eight reps. And then once we go down low, they miss the one rep max uh, calculator. So here's my advice to you. Um, is uh, Are you able to work out with a partner?
4: Um I could I'm just working out from home right now so if, if I were to do a one rep max by myself I'd have to have someone come over who is who is comfortable with that during during covid.
1: Yeah, I would either do that or do you have safeties uh that you can squat or bench
4: with? Uh no, not on the rack that I have.
1: Okay. Well, do you
3: do you have intentions of competing or is it, are you just following the maps powerlift program to just get stronger?
4: Well, well I'm taking your advice from trying to move from that aesthetic look and being so anxious about what I'm eating and what I look like to, to, to push it more towards my performance. So that's really why I wanted to run power lift to just see how heavy I could, you know, get my, get my big three lifts. So
3: so here's my advice. Like if you I think it's a little more important for somebody who is going to do show up to a meet and do a rep, one rep max to use the calculator and to be like very rigid about it where you would actually have a partner come over to measure it and figure it out like okay this is what 80% of my one rep max should look like and do all the math. I think using it just as a nice guide for you like for me when I think 80% I think I still got one more, and one to two more in the tank. So I would just guesstimate where my weight needs to be because my overall goal is just to build strength. I don't, I'm not going to get up on, I'm not going to get up on a, a meet and compete against somebody. So if that's your goal, I wouldn't get so hung up on the calculators because of like what Sal said. It is so nuanced and it is so individualized for everybody that you know one person they might do the the, the calculation and they're actually stronger than that. Somebody else might be weaker. Mm-hmm. So really, it's there for a good guide for you. And it would be a lot more serious if we were going to get out there and do a meet and we got to make sure that you are maximizing every single time. Otherwise I'm using something like that as just a guide.
1: Yeah. And Andrew, how long have you been working out for?
4: Uh, probably on and off for six years.
1: That's good. You know, one of the most important things that somebody can develop when they're working out on a consistent basis is to kind of get in touch with their body and how they feel. Because I know from training clients uh, for for decades, that your max can change from day to day just based off of how you feel, your energy, your sleep, your nutrition uh, the day before. So um, you know what Adam's saying is is the best advice. you know use it as a as a general guide, but also and more importantly, go by the way that you feel. Um, if your if the, if MAPS Powerlift is asking you to lift to 80% and you're doing it and it feels more like 70%, then go ahead and add a little bit of weight, and especially if it feels more like ninety percent, then take some weight off. Um, that's the best way uh, to 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 work out long term. Have you
2: gone through all of uh, Ben Pollock's master class about this at the end of the program?
4: Yes, I, got, I I went through it one time, so maybe I could probably go back and, and rewatch it. Yeah,
2: because I mean, we really were just trying to follow a lot of what he does to, to prep himself and his clients to you know getting into a meet. Uh, specifically. So he uses a lot of these percentages and then changes it based off of the phase. So uh, we, we tried to kind of align with him and, and, and use his best judgment in terms of his calculations for that. But honestly, like they said, it's, it's, it's more of a feel thing than anything else. So uh, I would really pay attention to that more than anything.
4: Okay, great. So where, where would you guys go after running if if you kind of wanted to keep that that's strength, strong. Yeah, Map yeah. Strong. You're going to yeah.
1: get more functional with Map Strong, but it's still a very oh, you're going to love strength. Map. Yeah, Map Strong after
5: powerlift is beautiful. Oh, it's
1: amazing, and it's it's uh, it's funny. It's one of the more popular programs. People love uh, Map Strong quite a bit. So I would say go there afterward. Do you have Map Strong?
4: Uh, no, I don't.
1: All right, we'll s- We're sending it to you right now.
4: Oh, sick! All right, thank you. That's awesome. I really appreciate that. No problem, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, thank you. I love you guys so much. Right Thanks, on, Andrew. Awesome.
1: Take it
3: easy. Another good question because uh I, you know, complete transparency. When I go through powerlift, I didn't use a calculator. And yeah.
1: people get so hung up. I on, know they do. And, they, yeah, and yeah. there's, there's camps. I get it, there's, yeah.
3: Know. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're at a, if you're going to compete and you're going to get on stage, like, I mean, excuse me, get up on, on a mat or uh, whatever you call it for the, yeah. for powerlifting, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you get up there, platform. yeah, platform. You're gonna, you're obviously that, t- that stuff matters, right? Mm-hmm. To maximize yeah. that. But if you're just an average person that's going through that, just following the program and going by feel, you're gonna get incredible results as far as getting yeah. strong. Plus,
1: think of the. Uh, the skill that you develop in terms of feeling your body and knowing when to go heavier. And when to go lighter? That skill is so important for long-term success. Well, mm-hmm. it's just, it, to me, it's no different than
3: calculating macros. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that you know, your metabolism is like ever changing and flowing. Right. So it's like you know, no, the best ca- macro calculator on the internet is still flawed because right. it's your you could your sleep, your stress levels, your activity for the hormones. day, hormones. Yeah, yeah, everything could completely Very, change just... your metabolism. So to to follow something so rigid and be like, oh, it says that I need to put this much mm-hmm. weight or it says I need to eat this many grams or calories like you got to have a little bit of flexibility and understanding that, that the body doesn't exactly work that way. And so that all these tools that we've created and came up with, I think are amazing because we didn't have them two, three decades ago for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a great, these are great tools to use, but then you also don't want to be well, it's married to it. like your, your it.
2: readiness, right? Each time you go into a workout and this is why we like Joe DeFranco's uh, you know, version where he's trying to do the grip test and right, see kind point. of like, you know, where your readiness is for the day and like what you can actually like achieve. So, you know, sometimes you want to push through it, no doubt, and you want to keep you know, making progress, but also you really got to listen to your body.
1: Yeah. And also, I mean, again, those, those, I don't know how about you guys, but those one rep max calculators never really accurate for me. Yeah. They always underestimate. It's just a is. standardized
2: kind mm-hmm. of generic uh, framework
3: for it. Our next caller is Will from Texas.
1: Hey, Will, how can we help you? What's your question?
3: First, Will, tell us why Sal annoys you so much.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> I know you what expressed that. that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay.
1: Now, go ahead, go ahead and ask yeah. your question. <laughs>
5: All right. Uh, so my wife is pregnant, and I would like to know how I should be structuring my workout pre baby and more importantly, during the sleepless nights of the first couple months when he is born. Uh, uh, I'd like to continue my strength goals.
1: Hey, congratulations! First, yeah, first, yeah. second, you third, did it. Which, did.
5: which baby is this? Yes, uh, first, oh, very first. yeah,
1: you are in for it, my friend, yeah. <laughs>
5: So, don't, listen yeah, it's it's it, don't listen to him. It's hella easy.
1: Don't listen to him. It's hella easy. Yeah. man. So okay. So so there's a couple uh, there's a couple strategies that you could take. Um, so I'll I'll give you my favorite strategy. I've worked with a lot of uh, you know mothers that were pregnant and their husbands mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. during that period of time. And so I like to tell people um, to lead, go into the the birth at a, at, a, at a good fitness level. Okay. And the reason why uh, I, I recommend this is because you're you're going to miss workouts. You're not going to be as rested after the baby's born for at least a couple months, if not more. And so you want to give yourself uh, a bigger buffer. Okay, so go into it uh, doing pretty well. So right now you have the time, um, you know, do some good workouts, have good nutrition. That way if you fall off, you don't fall off uh, too far. Now when the baby's born and you're losing sleep, sleep is a priority. Do not make the mistake of pushing through it with the lack of sleep you will okay. dis- you will hammer not just your testosterone levels but your immune system if you do that so a good workout uh general workout when you're limited on you know time and availability or whatever is you know like a two or three day a week full body workout where you're just focusing on uh, the main lifts you're just doing mm-hmm. the big compound lifts
2: what do your workouts look like right now will
5: so right now I'm in phase two about halfway through phase two of maps Powerlift.
1: Excellent. All right. Excellent. Lift. How's it going for you, by the way?
5: I'm 30 or I'm about to be 30 in April.
1: No, no. How's it going for you with the workouts? How, how's your, Oh,
5: sorry. Um, it's going good. Uh, so far so good. I'm actually transitioning to building a home gym because of how crazy the gyms are going to be now, but um, it's going good. Strength is progressing pretty nicely. I think.
3: So the advice that Sal gave, gave is exactly how I did it. Like I really, uh, I knew that I was going to have to sacrifice some days in the gym. I knew that I'd sacrifice some sleep, and so I, I had some pretty good momentum going into uh, her pregnancy. So I just kind of, I tried to push the volume, try to keep, be as consistent as I possibly could and as disciplined, knowing that the inevitable is going to happen—that I'm going to have days. And I actually the first couple weeks because he's, he's so attached to her. And I, you mm-hmm. can't really, as a father, you, there's not a lot you can do for the first couple weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I still had really good momentum for those first couple of weeks. It wasn't until I'd say probably weeks three and four, did it get really challenging for like, uh, me getting to the gym and, find, and her being able to get to the gym. Uh, right. and, and so, you know, then, it, then my workouts started to look kind of like, uh, MAPS anabolic phase one. And then eventually it even got as bad as probably like pre-phase. And okay. no doubt, like I lost some strength. I didn't. I don't look as good as I did right before I came in a pregnancy. But he, I mean, it's uh, we're back in the swing of things. I think I've already surpassed where I was uh, before that. It only took about a month to rebound and get back because I still maintain some training. Uh, but my priority became my my wife and child. Yeah. You know, and that's really where it should be right. for you too. It's like if you can get in there as a, as a new dad and still get you know one or two full body workouts in while you're you know going through all this at the very beginning i think you're yeah. i think you're killing it
2: everything you're doing right now is what you're going to kind of carry going forward and i think like you know what what you're trying to do in terms of like building your your base of strength and and you know having your intensity mm-hmm. up right now is 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 a good way to go and then you know really just shifting your mindset once you're in the thick of it cuz it is going to change everything yeah. so you just got to adjust
1: one one more option too yeah. will is if especially if you have a home gym is to do mini- workouts. Mm -hmm. Uh, so great great advice. You know, like 15, 20-minute workouts here and there. I did a lot of that. Yeah, two a day or three a day sometimes or one a day sometimes. Basically, going out to your, your home gym... When you have you know a little bit of time in doing a few sets of an exercise, and believe it or not, the body, especially when it's new, the body responds really no, really I, well I, to that.
3: Sal, I love that advice, and I don't have the luxury of having the gym in my actual house, but the studio's not far from my house, and I would do this a lot. And because mm-hmm. you know he's the the baby's feeding every two hours and napping afterwards, and so those little thirty minute hour naps were perfect times for me to get some get a couple exercises in. And that's how I look at it: is if you if you can do that and you have an at home gym where maybe you can stick to the routine that you're already on, but you just break it up in two or three mini workouts throughout the day. There's a lot of value to that. So I think that's a great strategy also.
1: Totally. Congratulations again. And and thanks for the question, Will. Thank you. Thank you. Yep.
3: You know, that's such a, that's a hard one, right? Because it really depends on, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky, right? Like Katrina really handles a lot of the nights and takes the responsibility. We have support and so I know that I have a lot more flexibility. Some dads have to be doing all that stuff. Yeah, so hands-on. Yeah, so asking him to get up in the middle of the night and and be doing a lot of feedings with with her, and then in addition to that, also be trying to progress your workouts. It's a lot to ask somebody.
1: It is. It's a tough uh, situation. That's why I like to say go into it, you know, really fit, because you're going to lose <laughs> some exactly. of it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's better to have
7: that buffer.
0: All right, our next caller is Stephen from Missouri. Hey, Stephen, how can we help you? What's your question?
7: I I was just curious if you had any insight on these anabolic diets from uh, these YouTube personalities. And basically the idea is to create low-calorie dense foods using a lot of protein powder and then a lot of added artificial sweeteners and sugars. And basically go low-calorie on everything. It doesn't matter. Like, If you want bread, go with the lowest-calorie bread. Mm. My question is – is this technically sustainable? Is there any like long-term uh, health benefits to this at all? Any risks, dangers?
1: Well, okay, Steven. So you have just uh, kind of tripped into the secret of of fitness. Get out <laughs> no, of here! Go bullshit him like that. That's yeah. That is complete. Yeah. And it's funny we they call, were trying a to keep that crock from people, of shit. Is totally. what it is. It, I can't, it's funny they call it anabolic and then they tell you to go super super low calorie, which is going to be it's, catabolic. Yeah, opposite. No, that's all uh, gimmicks and, and and jargon used to just sell people on you know stupid ideas, books or, or supplements. Uh, I'm sure they're probably selling something to to, to people. Um, anabolic diet uh, look if you're eating in a calorie surplus if your protein intake is uh, relatively high and you also are training you're anabolic. Tra- you're training in a way that your body wants to build muscle uh, congratulations you're you're eating in in, in an anabolic state um, but aside from that no that's complete N- not only is it not
3: only that, it's bullshit too because you're either anabolic or catabolic always you're one or the other and if you're in a low calorie diet, you're, ca- you're catabolic. Mm-hmm. If you're not eating enough calories and you're in a deficit, you're catabolic. So the idea that you're, cat- or you're anabolic when you're in a deficit or eating low calorie is a ridiculous notion yeah. in, the, in the first place.
1: Now, the other part of your question was, are there any long-term, uh, I guess, detriments to it? Um, yeah. And the answer is, yeah. If, if your calories are so low that you start to lose uh, lots of muscle— the side effect of that, the detriment of that is a much slower metabolism. And you can lose weight and increase body fat percentage uh, because you've lost so much muscle. So to give you an example, a person who weighs 100 pounds who has 10 pounds of body fat on their body is 10% uh, body fat. If that person loses uh, 10 pounds of muscle – uh, their body fat percentage now went up because they still have 10 pounds of body fat on a now 90 pound body. So, and I've seen this with clients. Well, they'll they'll you know they'll not follow my advice, go do some crazy diet. I'll test their body fat and they'll lose 15 pounds, and lo and behold, their body fat percentage went up a couple percent, and they can't you know figure it out and I have to explain to them it's a percentage of your overall body weight. You lost muscle. So if you want a slower metabolism, if you want a flabbier body, um, then I would recommend doing these programs or these uh, nutrition plans. If you're trying to get long-term sustainable results, you want a faster metabolism, you want to get leaner, build more muscle, um, I would stay as far away from those things uh, as possible.
7: Makes sense. Uh, Do you think it's pretty damaging to the fitness community? Um, so basically they're preaching, Hey, you can look good, but they're not really considering the health aspect of it. So people, I mean, even like me go online, see these things, they may not understand how bad it is for you.
3: Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, was, that, this is the motivation of why mm-hmm. we started this. Yeah. I mean, that was exactly what all of us saw. In our space, for so long. in fact, we were guilty of it. I mean, uh, this is the messaging that we would get down from the company it was about selling, you know, memberships. It was about selling supplements, and so, you know, whatever gimmick or thing that we could come together to, to to sell people on to make more money for the business is much how most people online run their business, and it's tough for the consumer, you know, especially when they use a bunch of jargon that you're unfamiliar with uh, to confuse you into thinking that this is the best idea. But that's exactly what motivated the four of us to start Mind Pump is to counter a lot of this information.
1: Yeah, I would say easily 90% of the information that's put out by the fitness industry at large, the diet industry at large, and even the wellness industry uh, at large, a good 90% of it is totally wrong. And of that 90%, a good chunk is actually dangerous. So um, there's just so much crap that's out there in this space. And like Adam said, this is exactly why we started Mind Pump because it was very frustrating training clients and hearing these people come to us and say, "Hey, I heard this new thing or I read this book or I saw this ad and I want to do this and I got this new diet and my was friends just, doing this." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I felt like I was you know, I was, you know, fighting an uphill battle." And so, how do we reach more people? Let's start a podcast. Let's let's talk to people about all this bullshit. Thank you very much for your question by the way.
7: Awesome, thank you guys.
1: Thank you. Yeah. How frustrating is that, man? When you guys would get clients that would come to you and tell you about stuff like this and you'd have to. so counter. common we're always having to kind of unpack this
2: and, and really like teach people like why it's so wrong
3: it's it's great though i like that i'm you know i'm enjoying these live questions because we you know there's a lot of people that feel that way but don't don't convey that or say mm-hmm. that you yeah. know they either just get suckered into it and they say oh, who cares i'll just spend my hundred and something bucks let me try it out or yeah. don't say anything so it's great to have somebody who who admit or ask questions about this so we can have dialogue because It is, you're right, Sal. Most of the stuff that's floating around, especially right now, New Year's resolution. It's tempting
2: too. The momentum's super high. Yeah, yeah.
3: You want to change quickly. Right. Right now, right now they're getting bombarded with ads more than they ever
1: have. Totally. Look, Mind Pump is recorded on video as well as audio. Come find us also on YouTube, Mind Pump Podcast. You can also find all of us on Instagram. You can find Justin at Mind Pump Justin, me at Mind Pump Sal, Adam at Mind Pump Adam, and Doug the producer